This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning, Anthea. Good morning, Gareth. And we really are busy, slap bang in the middle of reporting seasons. So uh-huh. there are lots of companies reporting. I mean, you, we, you know we've been watching the trading updates regularly, but now we're all sitting there really going through the numbers in depth to see what really, really is going on, not just kind of top line. I mean, this is interesting because what you're really doing is if you're, if you're looking at all these different reports and you'll take something out of all of them, you're really doing a survey of the economy. Absolutely. We're taking the temperature of the economy yeah. and saying, where is it good? Where is it bad? Um, All right. Let's start with where is it bad? <laughs> Retail. <laughs> Retail's not great. Retail is really struggling, unfortunately. The miners are struggling. Um, well, in retail, we had Truett's report last week, and then we've got a whole lot of reports this week. But for the miners, we had Exaro, Harmony Gold, Goldfields, Sabanya Gold put out a trading statement. So we can really see what's happening there kind of in depth. And it's difficult, you know. Um, I mean, the last week, the market was up about a third of a percent. But let me tell you, if it wasn't for Naspers's 5% gain, we would have been in negative territory. And you know, Naspers now makes up 20% of the broader index on the JSE, like one share. I mean, I, I believe it's not as bad as Denmark, where two shares make up 50% of the market, I've right. been told. Yeah. Um, but that's not great. And if you're, if you're managing to a benchmark or if you're trying to, Kind of figure out whether you want to go active or passive investments. It, it, it's a fairly difficult decision to make because if you are, even if you are a passive investor and you just buy an index, for example, it's all great when Nasdaq is going up. Yeah. But guess what? One stock turns, and that's your whole portfolio that turns. Absolutely. And the problem with passive investing is that. You don't then go in and re-wait, like I'm an active investor, right? So if I decide that Naspers is going to turn, I would then underweight Naspers in my portfolio and say, you know what, I don't need a 20 or 25% right. weight in, the, in my portfolio. I can have zero in it or a 2% or a 5%, whatever it is. I mean, I had such an interesting conversation on Friday with um, one of the big global bank, bank strategists, and I don't want to say which global bank because they're, they're very particular about getting their name out. Um, or getting their research out. But she was saying that in South Africa, you know, you would have thought that we would have done worse or that the RAND would have been weaker um, or that our bonds would have come sold off a lot more considering we got downgraded, we're in a recession, politics is a shambles. But actually she has got data and graphs to drown in. And she was showing me that actually the inflows from passive managers, global passive managers, is exactly what's keeping the South African market afloat or keeping it in positive territory because they are indiscriminately buying South Africa. Wow. So they have a tiny port, uh, percentage in their portfolio. You know, South Africa makes up 0.7% or something ridiculous of the world's global of the global GDP. Yeah. But when they do buy those indices, they just buy them because, well, it's in the index and they're actually not trying to decide whether Brazil is better than Venezuela or Russia or Turkey. So it's not because we're fantastic. No, it's just because. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just because oh. we're in the index. Of course, if we get downgraded by S&P and we move into junk status, this very famous Wigby, the World Global Bond Index or whatever it's called, yeah. the, 
we fall out of that. That's like what everyone's concerned about. And then actually they have to sell and that's when it goes horribly pear shaped. Uh oh. Yeah. So we don't really want to be downgraded. Um, we're okay for now, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shall we talk about some shares? Um, so on Friday, the resource se- sector was down a quarter of a percent. But the golds managed to hold their own. So Harmony was up nine. Goldfields was up five, partly because gold is now heading to $1,300 an ounce. So all this nonsense with North Korea and Trump is really helping spot gold price. You know the story there. I, I'm not going to go through that again right. about it being a safe haven metal. But also, Goldfields and Harmony reported last week. And it, it's such an interesting for both of them. So we can do a quick comparison. Gold production was flat, whereas in Harmony, they did manage to surpass their annual guidance just barely. Goldfields is an interesting one. Even though they produced the same amount of gold, they had actually processed higher tonnage, but a 5% lower yield. So I think, I mean, I, it's fairly obvious that this was going to happen, right? I mean, when did we start mining gold in South Africa? In the 1800s or something? Was it 1800s? Late 1800s, mm-hmm. yeah. And obviously now, like a lot of that gold has been extracted out of the earth already. And so now you need to process a lot more earth or a lot more rock Mm -hmm. to get less gold. And that's exactly what we saw with gold fields. And then just fundamentally, both of them were cash flow negative. So that's not great. Um, Harmony by 116 million rand. Goldfields had an $83 million outflow, cash net, uh, cash outflow. and then, of course, this impacted quite negatively on their net debt. So Harmony, Harmony's net debt was actually reduced by 887 million rand. And this is interesting. And the reason for that, though, is because they do hedging. And right. Harmony's been famous for hedging. They've always done it. Um, and it's obviously working for them. The interesting thing, though, is that their currency hedge has now come to an end, whereas their gold hedge still runs until the financial full year 18. So we've not, we've got a, Another 12 months or so. Oh, yeah, 12 months of reported 12 months of their gold hedge still being in place. Whereas gold feels their net debt increased by, Oof. listen to this number, $1.4 billion. Oh and you're God, worried about horrible. your mortgage and your car and your, Can oh, you that's horrible. Imagine being in, in control at gold fields and you're looking at those kind those, of numbers. That horrible debt number. Huh? Oh. Yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's and that's not awful. that they've incurred more debt. That's that their net debt just increased. Th- yeah, that's right. That uh. kind of, their cash flow has been. Oh my god! What about Exaro? Yeah, so Exaro's. It's an okay story. Headline earnings per share was up four percent. They paid a nice little three rand interim dividend, effectively yielding five and a half percent. And in this environment, that's not bad. Strong free cash flow generation, which was nice, which was a nice surprise. And there, everything really was driven by coal. Okay. In a world of renewable energy, and <laughs> there's still some companies that just do coal. Good benefiting, old coal, benefiting, not just doing right. it, but benefiting from coal. Right. Um, and then Sabanya put out a trading statement. Here's a company that looks very different to a year ago. I must tell you. Yeah. So lucky for them, they're being held up by this gold price that's kind of marching towards one thousand three hundred dollars an ounce. But they put out normalized loss per share is expected to be sixty five cents. I mean, compare this to last year. They were it's the just they were the shining light of this. I know. Remember how excited index, I was about them know? last year? Of, of of this portfolio of different uh, companies that, that deal with gold. 
And we've been holding on because yeah, we really sure. like them, Neil right. from And remember, they were expanding. They weren't just going into gold. They were buying oh. platinum. But actually, the Stillwater uh, uh, platinum mine in the U.S. has cost them. So that was expensive. They've had to do a rights issue. Funding costs have increased. It's just a little bit messy at the moment. And we have got them in our portfolio because we like to have a little bit of a gold hedge, and that was a nice one to have. But I'm rethinking my, my investment thesis, Uh-oh. to be honest. I'm just rethinking it. Okay. I always give you a heads up before. I, I really know. shouldn't, Thank should you. I? I should, <laughs> I should just do it. wait until exactly. All right, and Bidvest. Yeah. Did you see this announcement on Friday afternoon after the market closed? They haven't reported results, but Brian Joffe has resigned with immediate effect. What? I, That's mm. quite a big deal because he's, you know, he's almost like a god in that company. He is exactly that. He, he started it. He built it up into one of the biggest companies in the country and he's gone. And, um, I mean, I think you could probably have expected it because he sold quite a few shares a couple of weeks ago. Um, the question, of course, is now what is he going to do? Like, listen, I don't think Brian Joffey's the retiring kind, right? But hasn't he already started and I this mean, other... There we go. Long for life. There we go. So long for life, I've already bought Sorbet and Holdsport. And they've announced that they've got a third acquisition on the table. They just haven't told us what it is. Hmm. But, it's, I mean, it's not like... Long for life. It's a two billion rand company. It's not a huge company, is it? I guess it's, it's like a hobby for him, like a retirement hobby, I guess. Nice hobby. I want to do that. Yeah, and and uh, he wants to grow it, so he's going to start from that. That's that's mm. still a big company. It's not small. Come on. Two billion rand. It's yes, tiny. it's uh, it's it's bigger than what Billions. I'm doing. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and then lastly, we have to talk about education. All right. Because Advitech and Kira reported last week. I've already told you about Advitech's results, right? So mm-hmm. last week I told you. But Kira, I haven't mentioned yet. Headline earnings per share up 22%. Revenue up 24%. They are now making a billion rand every six months. Wow. That's fantastic. So, so. so that's, that's a decent business then, eh? Hey? Uh, yeah. We're going to go with that. A bit yes. of an understatement. Well, decent. <laughs> This is where, you know, the market can always be trusted to find solutions to problems. So we've got a shitty education department who provides shitty education to our, our children in South Africa. And parents aren't going to stand for that. Even parents who can't afford uh, hugely expensive private fees will find a way, whatever it takes, to make sure their children are better off than them. And they will put them into good schools and they'll put them into private education. And they'll pay what is required. Hmm. I did. Um, I I did think about the um, the, that exactly what you said now about how uh, private businesses find solutions for what government isn't doing. I did think you guys were doing it actually, yeah. as is Kuro, and so that's very interesting. I mean, like as a share, do we want to own it? It is on a sixty-five times twelve-month forward price earnings ratio. That is not cheap. Thing with Kuro though. Since it's listed, it's always traded on this exaggerated fundamental price earnings ratio. Um, and I, but I, and, but the question is, is there more runway? Can it keep growing? Can it grow into its earnings? Can it grow into its price earnings ratio? I'm, I'm inclined to think if you, I tell you what, if you have the shareholder hold onto it, if you don't, maybe buy Advitech. I would go with that as a, as an investment thesis.
And there's a couple of other things. You know, Kira has also now gone into tertiary education. We spoke about this, mm. I don't know, six months ago, whenever. Uh-huh. They said that they're now going to separately list their tertiary education business. It's called Stadio. Um, and there might, there may actually be some value unlock in that as well. So if you do own the shares, I'd say hold on to them. Well, Advertech has performed very well for me. Mm-hmm. I'm it's very happy. I got that of, in the portfolio. One of my yeah. better stock picks. All right. Thanks, Anthea. My pleasure. Busy week ahead. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll check in with Anthea every morning at about the same time, and you can get your daily dose of the money shot. This is CliffCentral.com.